Hello, everybody. Everybody out there listening. Everybody, like all six of you. Um, what? This is uh, Codec Call, Z Targeting's <laughs> weekly gaming podcast where we talk about games and stuff, mainly just games. Some and stuff. Um, yeah, we're, we, uh, we are trying to have a little bit of a celebration this week. We are now on the Google Play Store. I have subscribed to us. Luke, have you? Wait, Luke, you have an I, iPhone. I have, so I have an iPhone. Eight. So I'm subscribed yeah, on, the, sh- on the podcast sh- app on your hey, iPhone, sh- which you can also find hey, us at. Shush, shush, shush. We got to have a transition. Follow at Z Targeting 2016. Yes, of course, dude. Okay, so we got two subscribers on Google Play, both of us. All right, so uh, you know what? Let's just jump right into it. My name is Dakota. I am joined today by Luke and Buck. And because you guys liked it so well last time, you guys still have nothing interesting to say. Nope. <laughs> so the so the topic right now is a little subject matter we like to call what you drinking. Where we discuss the beers and stuff that we are drinking this week. Or in case or in some cases, non beers that we are drinking, as you will soon find out. So Luke, what are you drinking? Um well, I'm getting in the Christmas spirit a little bit, enjoying a uh, Boulevard Nutcracker Ale. Uh, it's, they call it the win- Winter Warmer Ale. Um, it's good so far. A L- little, uh, little heavier than your typical ale. Get you nice in that warm, fuzzy holiday spirit. What How's the you? label? Adequate label. Nothing crazy. Not bad, though. Adequate. Mm. Just adequate. Okay. All right, Buck, where are you? What are you drinking? I have a uh, vanilla Coke from yeah. uh, Coca-Cola Company. Huh. Any alcohol on that? Uh, if if you want to, your imagination is, you know. That's maybe. good enough. <laughs> You're just going to play drunk. I get it. No, he's just yeah, dude, professional, man. Context, I. Whatever. How's the label on that? Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, the, their marketing team has been around for a while, doing pretty good, I think. So it's pretty cool. Got some swirls on there. Uh, pretty good-looking can here. Pretty good-looking can. Only one of the most right. iconic images in human history. Right. <laughs> so everybody at home should be able to imagine that label in their head, and yeah. you guys can form your own opinion on it. Yeah, hopefully. Dakota, what about you? I am drinking. Sadly, it's not as interesting as I normally get. Like not by our sponsor, Left Hand Brewing, but this time it's by Blue Moon, not a sponsor. And uh, but I got a sample pack. Shut up! I saw that face. Um, <laughs> I messed with Blue sample, Moon. They're good. I got a sample pack for Thanksgiving, and I'm now trying to just get rid of it for our podcast. And uh, one of them. One of the samples that they gave you is uh, cinnamon horchata ale. Oh, and I saw that. Is that good? I saw that in the store. How is it? I was curious. Uh, it's really. It's. Hold on. Let me let me drink it. Take a swig of it. Ah, wow, looked fresh. It's all right. I mean, it's not the best thing in the world, but uh, I mean, I'll, I'm willing to drink it. That's what I'm saying. It has. I can taste cinnamon. Um, I don't quite, I'm not Mexican in any way, shape or form. So I don't know what horchata is. 
Is that <laughs> okay? I'm just anyway. Saying, so, so I don't know what the horchata in cinnamon horchata is. I know how to say horchata, but that's about it. Unless I'm saying it wrong, and I just think I'm saying it right. Anyways, though, let me talk about the label for a second. The label is. It's all right. That's about it. That's so, good. Uh, <laughs> let's go on to our next segment, which uh, we call "What You Playing," where we talk about what you've been playing. So, Luke, what have you been playing? Well, I kind of want to volunteer to go last because I have a lot to say about the certain final fantastical game I've been playing. I don't, know, right. I don't know how much you guys want to talk about your stuff. Well, that sounds fantastic, so we'll let Buck go next. Um, what I've been playing lately, more league, new season starting, so got to get that grind going again. But uh, actually, I've been finding myself playing um, the new Hearthstone cards a lot. The way they play is they got crazy new mechanics where um, you know, you have a card in your hand, and if you play it, it'll give those cards that are still in your hand buffs like plus one plus one plus two plus one so when you play them later it's like this you put in putting these buffs in a bank you play these huge cards that could i mean they could be these weakling cards early on and you end up just playing these massive cards for no cost and there's a lot of cool golem play um so that's that's been taking up a lot of my time lately it's pretty fun i need to get into hearthstone more because I, whenever it first came to iPhone, because I think it just started on iPad, or it wasn't on phones, and then it came to iPhone. I got it then, and I was like, oh, shit, this is really cool. But then I got to the point, I was like, I need to buy more cards, and I wasn't wanting to, to right. pay more money. But I respect the game. It's very cool that, they're, that they did a, like a card video game so well. Yeah. Yeah, if you get it, let me know, man. Again, those new cards are pretty awesome, man. It's it's pretty out of the box thinking for it. So, well, uh, I've been playing Watch Dogs. Watch underscore Dogs. I apologize. <laughs> that was a huge mess up. Holy crap! <laughs> uh, but I've been playing Watch underscore Dogs. It's a. Uh, I've been getting a little bit more interested in it. Um, I played it today and accidentally shot somebody, so I had to restart because I'm trying not to shoot anybody. And the problem was is that it was just my anger that shot him. So I got to get that under control. Whoops. But uh, it's been fun. I don't really have much to say about it other than it's, I mean, it's watch underscore dogs. You know what you're getting. I'm having a lot more fun with this one than I did the first one, though. You a know, lot better. Late, lately on, like on Twitter, what I've been seeing is as people are getting farther into it and they unlock like all the your gear and whatever you can do and whatnot, like they're loving this game. Like a lot of people are flipping yeah. out. And it I mean I Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. it's probably my like so far game of the year game. Be- yeah. It's it's not it's not bad at all, but once again well, we can save that for next episode because it's game of the year episode. Well, whatever. You know what? Luke, I heard you had a fantastic weekend with some um, uh, fantasy aspects of things, living in your fantasy world. So uh, why don't you tell me about this, This the, your final week. Oh, wait, no, never mind. It's not, I my, can't, it's not my final I can't, week with it. I'm very close to the end. I'm very close to the end, but I got to grind. 
because I rushed through some stuff and I got to grind really hard to beat some of these badass monsters. But I've been playing a shitload of Final Fantasy 15. Now this game is huge. The fact that we finally have it is huge. Announced 10 years ago in May 26 or 2006, sorry, as Final Fantasy Versus 13 had a tumultuous development, constantly getting pushed back. Uh, be like, oh, we'll see it next year. Oh, you'll see it next year. Blah blah blah. Finally, gets re-revealed as Final Fantasy 15 for PS4 and Xbox One. And even at that point, I was still pretty cautious because Final Fantasy 13 really kind of pissed off most of the community. And I was like, mm. can Square can they can they bring it back, or is it just going to be another another retread in these in these bad ideas? So. The one thing that turned it around for me going into the game was uh, episode Dust Guy. So we finally got to check out gameplay of this, you know. And I, at, whenever they announced it, I was like, I have to get this. I have to see what is this game. Is it real? And and uh, surprisingly enough, you know, it, I really enjoyed episode Dust Guy. And uh, I didn't just got, get the game it came with just to get the demo. I, I did want to get Final Fantasy Type-0 because before that was a Japanese exclusive. So it's cool they brought that to America. But... Dust guy, it was, it was, it, it was Final Fantasy, but it felt like it was modern. It felt they, like they actually brought it to the modern age. It, the world felt huge, and the monsters, like the, the boss of the demo, just felt huge, massive. It was incredible, but it, it left me cautious for a couple of reasons. Um, the frame rate was really bad; it ran pretty poorly. So I was like, if if we get this seventy-hour game or whatever, that just runs like shit. I'm not gonna want to. It's gonna piss me off. And the other thing was the the combat in the game is, is really unique. Because you just, you just hold down an attack button, and your character like does a combo. So when I played the demo, it was uh, very. Uh, it felt like you're just holding holding down the attack button, and that's all you had to do to win. And I was, I was afraid the combo would be like extremely boring because you're not doing much. Now, as it turns out, those fears were actually not. Uh, they actually lived up to, to those okay. things. But you know, from from that demo, so it's so so you're. So the attacking is not bad. I'll, I'll get into that. It's 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 hard to explain, but but going from the demo to the release that got me very very nervous because not only did they do Dust Guy, but then they updated the demo. Then they did two more demos, and I was like, this game's been in the works for ten years. Put out one demo. You don't need three demos. Finish the game. And they did like a ton of these like podcasts or like presentation panels about the game. I'm like. Stop telling people about all these random things in the game. Make the game. Um, and they said, like, it was in 2015. I forget exactly when, but they're like, oh, it's about 55% done. We might have airships. We don't know. It's like, you don't know, like, what you're going to be doing? This game still sounds like it's years out. So I was surprised when it actually even came out this year. But despite all these fears and all this worry, I'm like, this game is going to be shit. I, I'm, I'm having a blast. I'm loving it. I don't think everybody's going to love it. It's it's been divisive in reviews and stuff, but I think one thing that helps is, you know, I've been a fan of JRPGs for so long that I'm able to look past certain things and I kind of, you know, just accept that as as reality. And uh if you do want to check it out, I definitely recommend watching the anime and the movie beforehand to help understand the story. Uh the anime I actually enjoyed, the movie was not very good. But it's like necessary information to un- to know in the game story, which is it's weird. But the game itself is a whole lot of fun. It's just a big open world. You're adventuring with your bros, camping, hunting, hunting monsters, exploring these awesome dungeons. 
um, fighting these huge, huge monsters. Um, it's great. It, it runs well, and, and the combat is like, like I said, you just hold down an attack button, but now in the full game, you have a ton of different weapons, tons of different strategies and options, um, and there's like a, a system where certain, you have to analyze your enemy's weaknesses, see what weapons they're weak to or, or, or strong against, or things like that. So you got to switch up your strategy depending on who you're fighting. It's really deep. It's really enjoyable. And um, it's actually like one of the main reasons I keep playing it is just to keep fighting these stronger and stronger monsters, keep leveling up and going about that route because the story itself is actually my biggest gripe against it. Um, it's, to it's told pretty poorly because you have to watch the movie to understand like this big event that happens in the game. Um, the main story beats are told by like newspapers you find lying around that you can totally miss and skip. Like the conversations when you're driving around in the car, things like that. Like these these huge events in the world, like you don't even see. Um, it's very strange, and the actual story is just. You, you know they've been they've been showing trailers and we've been showing this, these characters in this world for ten years, and there's like these big pieces that seem to be missing or they got thrown out or whatever. So it's it's a, it, it's a, a lot. It's definitely changed over ten years. So that's I mean. The actual plot and the way it's told is kind of poor, but the, the characters are very good because, you know, the concept of the game is you're basically on a road trip with these three guys that, you know, they work for the, the kingdom and, and guard the prince or whatever, but there's your friends. So those four characters are really, really cool, and you get to, you know, know them over the game and, and just have these interactions with them, which they uh, perform very well, good lines, stuff like that. Um, so th that helps... Uh, helps out on the story aspect but i don't know it's it's there's problems with it it's definitely flawed but if you're into these kind of games but you like it a lot yeah if you if you can get into it it's uh, it's all i've been playing it's amazing it's like all i've been doing um so i, I personally i love it all right so now that that's done <laughs> take a breather and then <sighs> i saw on your twitter that you got the last guardian so yeah so you just not gonna talk about that well i just got it today because today's the day it released in north america when we're recording this so i've only had a minimal amount of time with it um all i'm gonna say is it's it's crazy that these two games that have been in development for each for a decade are out within a week of each other like it's right. a bit, it's been a good week um i think they planned that maybe so I'm hoping by next week I'll have a lot more to say about that, but I'm digging it so far. Yeah, they I'm, I'm only uh, a couple hours in. Yeah, IGN gave it a seven, but they said that like it was. They said it was really good. I don't know if you looked at it, but they said that there's a lot of like technical problems with it. Which the thing is, if you enjoyed Eco or Shadow of the Colossus, like. I knew that that's what's going to happen. It's that's the way both of those games were before. They, they, they controlled kind of jankily, didn't run very well. Which I, I guess I shouldn't talk about games running well because it's like this game I expected it to. Final Fantasy, oh no, what if it doesn't run well? But it's it's the same right. issues that we fought in the other games. But if uh, me personally, I feel like I can look past that to to the heart of it, to what it, what the game is meant to be about. The right. interaction between the boy and Trico. I mean, I, I'm definitely going to get it, but I'm pulling um, 
I'm pulling. Uh, I know that they'll update it and stuff. I hope so. So I'm gonna wait until that happens. So I'll probably get it for Christmas. Is what I'm saying. Apparently, uh, it runs a little bit better on the Pro. Yeah, that's what I heard too. But it's still not worth me getting a Pro, even though I highly considered it for a little bit, a lot, a lot, little bit. If I um, if I have four hundred dollars lying around, I might grab one. <laughs> just laying around. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, if you if you clean under your couch one day and find four hundred dollars, you may yeah. go and buy one. Yeah. But uh, the last thing that I want to talk about with you is how are you liking Pokemon, or have you not been playing it? Only because I'm on like the verge of buying it, so I'm curious of your opinion, and I feel like our listeners may also be curious. Um, I actually and by our listeners, I mean me. Actually, after we recorded the last episode, right after that um, was when Final Fantasy came out, and that was that's all I've been playing since it came out. Um, You're so, not so no more impressions of Pokemon. I, I, I still really like it. I, I think I don't think that's going to change because at the core of the game, they've streamlined a lot of things. They've they've just updated Pokemon and made smooth some things out. That's just easier to play, easier to enjoy. Um, mm-hmm bringing it more to the modern age so uh, i i want to get back to that and and get through that as well well that's good all right let's move on to the next subject luke yeah so um it's been a big <laughs> week this these this past uh seven days with uh, the game awards and playstation experience so all kinds of stuff happening in the gaming world um i, I figured we don't really need to regurgitate the winners of everything at the game awards you can look that up and most everything is what people expected to win no huge surprises um but there were some pretty cool trailers and presentations and things like that uh that we also got shown um first up they actually they actually played it before the award show in the pre-show they had a new trailer for uh the legend of zelda breath of the wild uh, and then they played well, they- and they played it a little bit during the show yeah, they like what, the first thing was the trailer, that which explains a little bit of the story, not much. They kind of just hint on some things, but honestly, it nothing's very um, solid. So it's almost not even worth talking about the first portion of it. But um, then the second portion was the uh, the gameplay, which was very interesting. They were like I. <sighs> Were they going to find? They were finding ruins. They were looking yeah. for like a temple, yeah, with ruins and stuff. And it was about like one of the random NPCs in the game. I don't know if it was a random NPC or not, but somebody, an NPC in the game, gave them like a puzzle or um, what's the word? Uh, riddle. That's what it is. Gave them a riddle, yeah. and they had to, like, solve it. Yeah, because they were, like, the snake's the, head points in the direction and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they found they found a rock sculpture that looked like a snake's head, and they went in the same direction that that was pointing, which honestly is a gameplay-like mechanic is pretty awesome. I don't know how much of that was scripted. I'm almost positive it was all scripted, but you know what? Like, if you're just walking through the woods and you see this rock snake head formation and you're just like hey that's pointing in your direction let me follow it and you would just randomly then approach this 
temple ruin thing, that would be pretty awesome. But once again, I don't know how much of it is scripted. And then, um, then they actually fought enemies. Once again, I don't know how much of it was scripted, but if it was, um, uh, did you see where they were fighting like the main guy and they knocked out all the other ones using this, like, like, um, spirit bomb sort of thing. Yeah. And then well, that's, yeah, that's, that's really, how bombs are going to look in the game. They said, right, right, right. Spirit bombs. Huh? Yeah. And, um, but they like, he kept trying to like roll it to the guy and then all of them would run into it except for the main one. The main one like learned how they were playing and was yeah. too smart to run straight into that. So he really, he avoided it the whole time, which I thought was pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've seen that in other games and stuff like that, but in a Zelda game, we've not seen it like that so i don't know it looked pretty awesome and then of course they were like oh well a big portion of the game an important part of the game is up this ruin staircase and we're just not going to go up there just because we're not going to show you it's up there i was like you guys are dicks but whatever but my point was is that it was interesting uh I thought the trailer yeah, was, was really it. good. I mean, the trailer didn't show much, but it was a nice little glimpse into the right. world. You think that girl yeah, is Zelda? I, I think so. That's what I would assume. Interesting. I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you. I I watched it live, and that was the last time. So I was I was more interested in the gameplay. Which I, I thought that was me. The gameplay looked good. Um, it it was kind of underwhelming, but I mean, it looked fine. And, but right. I'm just glad they, they the message they seem to be portraying is that they want to bring back like that mystery, like that unknown factor of of like right. the first game, like that spirit of the first game, which I'm all, all down for. That's what I was. That was the feeling that I was getting to. So. Right. Yeah. So at, at the end of the of uh, the game awards, their their big uh, thing to cap off the show was uh, the first like long. Uh, showing of Mass Effect Andromeda gameplay, which I was really hoping they'd announce a release date because it's supposed to come out in the spring and it's December now, but they did not. So I I don't know when, if it's still going to be the spring or whatever. But I I think with um, Mass Effect, they're going to try to pull um, like a Fallout thing. I bet you hear about something in like January. Hopefully, hopefully, I hope a game comes out on time. Um, I thought it looked good. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, like I said before, Dragon Age Inquisition kind of worried me about what Bioware was going to do next. Because I mean, I think I've I maybe said things on the podcast that sound like I'm shitting on Bioware. Like I've been a huge fan of of their games, Kotor, Jade Empire. Um, I actually haven't put too much time into Mass Effect, but I like the first Dragon Age a lot. And, and Inquisition was a letdown for me. I mean, it's still, you know, solid, adequate, but it wasn't a big next-gen RPG like I thought it would be. And seeing a little bit of Mass Effect, um, it, didn't, it didn't indicate to me that it would be going in that direction. So that's promising. Um, I'm hoping that they um, live up to that potential because I think it's, it, it looks pretty good. Um, but we'll see. I mean... I'm just glad that they showed gameplay for yeah. once. Yeah. Because, okay. like, everybody, everybody was so interested in this game and stuff, and they never showed gameplay. 
I mean, same, like, I don't know. It just, it kind of annoyed me the way everybody was like, oh, my God, this is going to be the greatest game ever, blah, 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 blah. But they, if they're not showing gameplay, they don't have much faith. So they finally showed gameplay. It actually looked really good. Um, I'm interested in it. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm actually, I'm actually interested in the story because it's like you have to find a new home for humanity and stuff. And actually, the trailer they put out on N7 Day, I, I went back and watched that because we mentioned it, but I didn't watch it when we talked about it. I thought, like, that really got me drawn into the story. I was like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? Which, I mean, it's kind of base level, not anything in depth. But, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. So, Buck, do you have any thoughts on anything from the Game Awards before me and Dakota go into full fanboy mode? Oh, full fanboy mode. Wait, Ooh, I wasn't going to go. On our, I wasn't on our next go topic. Full- I wasn't going to go full fanboy yet. I was actually going to talk about some of the winners, believe oh, it or not. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Do we, do we skip over the, uh, I don't know if that's what you all were about the fanboy about. Not, uh, the guesstimation I, that came through, was that coming sometime? No, no, that's a, that's the next subject. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah, yeah. We're on the game awards right now, but, Oh, now we're on the game. All right, dude. Let's go to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so, so um, game of the year. I want to go through some of like the big ones that went the big right. winners. Um, game of the year was Overwatch. Bugman mm-hmm. was pretty happy with that. Um, best game direction, which I feel like was really the same thing as game of the year it just more leaned towards the studio rather than the game so that was also overwatch which whatever whatever. i mean well tell me that they're not basically the same award you can't argue that it isn't it isn't the same award they basically are they like the direction they took it (laughs) (laughs) okay anyways though it's different it's not so best narrative Best narrative was um, Uncharted. I don't feel like that was rightfully deserved, but whatever. It was either That's that fine. or Firewatch. Both of those were amazing yeah. narratives. I actually was going to put Inside as that. Uh, wait, have you played Inside? Uh, I've, very little of it, but I know. I've watched a lot. Of, I've watched more than what I've played, and I know that the narrative is amazing, and that game is did a you, heavy did hitter. You wa- did you watch to the ending of it? No, because I don't, don't want to see the ending of it. But yeah, inside is. Anyways, though, we, so we'll talk sh- about that more later. Maybe if we actually play it. So I best play, art it, direction. It's gonna be my game of the year discussion. Okay, best art direction is inside. Um, best music is Doom, and apparently they're thinking about touring. Dude, <laughs> that'd be crazy if they. Oh, okay, so did you watch the performance of the Doom music? Yeah, the... and it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It that, wasn't. That terrible. guy was so into it. I was, he, I was loving it. He oh was, my he was god! So I know. Hyped up. I would he love to see that guy up, tour. He crossed the stage like six times. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, stay in one spot, dude." I understand like getting into it, but like he was getting into it for just basically. Well, a game, a video game award ceremony. Like I could understand if it was like the Grammys, but it's well, well, that's the thing. That's what's so endearing about that is like I guess that guy was like the musical lead on the game or or game designer or something who worked on the game. I thought he was like the music director or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But you could tell like, he, he was just itching to to go hardcore and like like you could tell like he wanted to be in a metal band in high school or something 
or like <laughs> you know he was in a, he was in a garage band and played like local shows he's like i want to be a fucking metalhead star the very and, best yeah like no one ever was the best metalhead <sighs> in the mess, oh, best metal band and then he worked on video games and he has to I be professional right. and stuff and now he's letting out that hardcore side which i thought was no. awesome to see wasn't he works wasn't he wearing a button-up t-shirt too yeah i think so he's dressed pretty nicely okay all right so best performance <laughs> Which is very controversial on this podcast is uh, Nolan North should not have won that, but whatever. It's just like it's just like best supporting actor whenever um, Heath Ledger won it. The whole reason why he won it was because he died. It wasn't because he, I mean Heath he Ledger was won best actor in that year. He it wasn't best actor. It was supporting. He should have. He was the best. Both. That's, that's I mean, I, neither here. Nor I agree. I agree that he that he should have. But the reason why he actually won it is because he was dead, not because he actually did a really good job. What if he, he would what? Die, he he he, he, he could have won it. He acted well enough that he deserved to win an award. So I don't. Okay, I think he to the point. It was for both. Nolan reasons. North only got this. Only Nor- Nolan North only got this because this was the last Uncharted. Okay, Sissy Jones should have won it. Next. Okay, real quick, I got a couple words. I do agree <laughs> that he did most likely get it because it was the final Nathan Drake performance. It was a very good performance. In my opinion, I think yeah. Troy Baker as his brother in the game, actually, that was my favorite, and Sissy Jones from Firewatch is a very close second. But the thing is, this year has been a very good year for video game voice acting performance. I think Uncharted and Firewatch have been two exemplary examples of this of pushing acting and games forward and making it a more mainstream form of entertainment so shout out to both of them they're both awesome mm-hmm. so um best independent game is inside um should have been the witness but both very good best mobile pokemon go best vr res infinite shout you don't care res. about oh well, wait uh... which one were you saying who cares? i don't care about pokemon mobile go? games and shout out to res oh yeah, but uh, I have actually taken over, dude. I have a slight issue with that because I don't think that mobile games because it, it's best mobile slash handheld. Oh mobile shit! Games, I yes. do care about handheld. So games. You I love handheld games. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think that they should be linked together, though. No, totally. And different. they are, and. So, yeah, because, like, Pokemon Go beat Firewatch, I mean, Firewatch, nope. Fire Emblem nope, Fates, no way. Monster Hunter, uh, Clash Royale, and Severed. But of course yeah. it did. It started a movement, dude. I mean, yes, it should have won Best Mobile. It should not right. have won Best Handheld. Handheld, like, encompasses something it's completely still, the, different. The the Pokemon Go wave's too big to, for it to not win. I, I agree. I'm just saying that I, I feel like whenever you talk about a handheld game, you're talking about a game that you want depth, substance, character a lot. Mobile, you want to just waste time. You're bored and you want to waste time. See, but this is this that, is how like the game awards mm-hmm. like these are our personal winners, but they they're representing the majority of gamers. You know, you're right. Uh, anyways, though, so best VR. Uh, Res Infinite, once again. Uh, best action game, Doom. I know I said I was just going to talk about the heavy hitters, but there's there's really not that many more, so screw it. We're just okay, going. Right, right. Uh, best action slash adventure game, Dishonored 2. Surprising, mm. surprising win. Mm. Pretty recent. <laughs> you, you thought, I actually thought just because it Just because it just came out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I That's thought because Hitman, it's the best. 
Or well, Uncharted is in there too. Hmm. Uh, best RPG, which is the one that is causing huge issues, is The Witcher. Ugh, don't even say it out loud. What? No. Just because it's an oh, expansion. You? I don't think an expansion should have won this. That's over such yeah. bull, man. That's yeah. cheating, dude. It should be, but um, I mean, was this is World of Warcraft? And was The okay. Witcher Three the best <laughs> RPG of last year? Probably, most likely. It was a game of the year. It won game of the year and shit, but it's expansion. Yeah, it <laughs> it's expansion. I mean, that's well, let another game have its shine in 2016, in my opinion. But right, anyway. because then it's, you're just looking at the expansion on top of the game of the year. So All it's right, so, nowhere near fair. <laughs> so, Luke, you would have picked Dark Souls 3 out of this. Yep. You already said that. Yep. Buck, do you have a preference or do you not really care? World of War. No, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because if we're if we're putting out World of Warcraft for the same reason that we're but that's that's different. An MMO expansion is different, just because that that I mean changes. I agree with, but it's still an expansion. But it's still an expansion. Okay, then we just need to throw out that whole argument. Okay, so then don't be sure to one Dark Dark Souls, Deus Ex, and Xenoblade. Now I'm giving it to Xenoblade because I love Xenoblade. But I need to play more. I know that's the problem. Is I I realize that yeah. I realize that a lot of people didn't play Xenoblade. A lot of people. Yeah, because we. So, I mean, yeah, whatever. It was still, it's still one of my favorite games on the Wii U. So back to the point. Uh, best strategy game, Civ Six. Obviously, that was. I feel like that was really going to happen. What? I, I thought. I personally thought XCOM was going to win just because Civ also just came out, and XCOM has had more time to marinate on people. Both very solid games. So. Can't go wrong either but way. But Civ, Civ is huge. Yeah. But whatever. Anyways, a Both best amazing. family game. Pokemon Go. How does Pokemon Go win a family game? Dude, is this is a family game. People outside walking around with their whole family. Hello? Okay. Well, I guess I did that the wrong way. Alone in my dungeon, dude. Yeah. I just walked around by myself. Uh, best sports slash racing game, which is kind of cool that they put them together. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but it's kind of cool that they put them together. Uh, FIFA 17. Oh, who called that? Wow. I mean, no, it was you. It was no, Forza, you, wasn't it? You didn't call it. Yeah, Forza won. I was actually going through the categories, but I got rudely interrupted, so fuck it. Oh, I didn't uh, even pay attention to that winner, dude. Forza yeah, very Wow, I'm glad Forza won, though. I'm surprised it did, but good yeah. for that, dude. <laughs> Uh, best multiplayer Overwatch, most anticipated game. Interesting enough, do you guys know who won that? Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but I'm, I'm slightly against. See, this is why I was having an issue because they have. You guys said Red Dead, and after thinking about it, how can you put a two-minute trailer as most anticipated? There's zero gameplay in that. Same because you not- don't have to have gameplay to anticipate something. People are still people are anticipating the next Call of Duty right now, dude. And Half Life Three. Still- and that game's never going to come <laughs> yes! out. Yes, exactly. Tell me that's not the most anticipated game ever, dude. <laughs> I mean, once it's announced, it will be. But uh, trending gamer, nobody cares. Best fan creation project. We, we, okay, now we're. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm just. Uh, Mads. Yeah, nobody cares about esports really. Actually, esports Cloud Nine won best esports game, Overwatch. So uh, that's about it, really. People care about esports. You, a lot of people I mean, I'm not. About I'm not saying they don't. I just I don't know who any of them are. So I just saw things. I actually that, do know. Uh, 
was it the league like world championship or some something in league had 43 million views viewers or something like that yeah it's a shit ton dude shit ton. Where, where the hell are anyways the, yeah i know where the fuck are all these wait what did you say 43 million yeah for, in their yeah. fucking dungeons watching league of legends dude. They, they need i was to check, one of them <laughs> they need to check out the graphics outside they're a Hell lot man. better. Gosh, oh <laughs> Anyway, so, all right. So, uh, Luke, do you want to bring up the next subject? Yeah, so right after the Game Awards, um, into the, this all-star weekend of gaming, uh, we hop right into PSX, the PlayStation Experience. You suck. How did you miss it? What? All right, so the next subject really is Death Stranding. Being oh, shit, we've been, also about, having... we, we've been talking about this bullshit for so <laughs> long. I, I thought we were done with it. We need to hurry up. Okay, no, uh, so to start off the Game Awards, um, Jeff Keighley gave a heartfelt speech about uh, Hideo Kojima. They're known bros, as you can see on Twitter and everything. I I like nearly teared up there. uh, Whenever people were chanting Kojima, it choked me up for a second. I was was like, like, oh my God. How did that man hold it back? (laughs) He was was tearing. Seriously. But, man, you could tell Jeff, when he was talking about how Konami forced Kojima to spend like six months locked up away from his team and, and stuff like that and wouldn't let him accept the these awards in the states and they kept him in japan like i don't know how can they do that they're not the government they're not the police how can they do that but any that's anyway his speech like was yeah. so full of conviction like and I, I i thought he was gonna punch somebody man he was he was yeah. feeling it um so a very good moment for kojima well deserved and he came up on stage and showed a new trailer for death stranding very interesting trailer had a lot of discussion um, a lot of hidden secrets and ruses hidden in the depths of it. Good trailer, though. That's a very good trailer. Yeah. I've watched it. I've watched it probably more than 20 times already. Oh God, dude. Yeah, I know. But that's because we got because this because we got to figure no, out what the hell this game is. I know because that's because this jackass right goes he comes up on stage he accepts this fucking award I'm sorry this one's going to be very <laughs> explicit but anyways uh, he accepts this okay. award right and then he they show the dude this has something to do with Dark Souls I'm sure of it. <laughs> wild video game uh live fact checking Brought to you by Wild is a Neolithic period. Da, 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 da. Who did you say? Oh, Michelle damn Anselm. it. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Okay, nothing to do You know what? Soul. No, hold on. This has something to do with Dark Souls. Right there, it says he is an avid player of Dark Souls. Bam. Ah, the, the, oh, there you go. All right. Fact, fact checked. Actually, okay. it doesn't say that at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> now you ruined the integrity of the fact check. <laughs> oh, dude. You're like fucking Donald Trump tweeting By the way, that, that was part of my um, intro is uh, hello and welcome to Kodak Call, the only show that fact checks everything after it's been said. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, one more game I do want to talk about that's coming out soon. RE7, Resident Evil 7. Uh, again, not a whole lot shown, so people were like, is this going to get delayed? They reaffirmed the January release date. And actually, my hype is starting to build up for this game. It seems like they're doing a lot of the right things. You know, it's switching it up into more modern survival horror gameplay. First person. going to be way more spooky. Kind of leaving behind the action that was introduced in RE4 and did extremely well. 
but then by the time re6 came around it was kind of they weren't doing so hot with it so rebooting it um they updated the demo and the demo is it's like there's all kinds of like hidden mysteries and stuff which i think yeah. they're drawing from they like, they're drawing from like pt i think just like the, they're doing the an amazing job they're doing an amazing job with the uh demos like that's the way a demo should be yeah exactly. nowadays where you are updating it, you're putting a little bit because I remember there was an entire wasn't there an entire Reddit like subreddit yeah. on um, just the finger because yeah. nobody could figure out where it goes to. And yeah, like that, ghost sightings, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff, and that's that's the perfect way. Which on once again, like PT was really the first one, one of the first ones that I can think of at least that did that. Where they, I mean, they didn't have a chance to update PT, but they put a whole bunch of just random things where if you look, if you found it, you like, oh, what does this mean? And, and like stuff, the but, community had to come together to solve it, you know? Right, and that's that's so awesome. That yeah. like. Yeah. Have you played the demo? Um, I, I, I downloaded it um, after seeing all this new stuff, so I need to check that out here soon. Yeah. But I uh, I made my wife play through it. I sat there and watched. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <God. laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> but, yeah, since we aren't going to get to experience the final PT Silent Hills since that got canceled by fucking Konami, this is going to be our next best <laughs> thing. So Hashtag hashtag fuck konami yeah, qu- direct quote from guillermo del toro on twitter fuck konami <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was awesome yeah so hopefully this hopefully this lives up to the potential i think it's we're looking at a very good game coming out here in january um uh the next thing i want to talk about was psx is sony's event for the fans and sony does a lot of things for the fans i, I do i do appreciate that about them so they did announce like a bunch of classic PlayStation games that are getting like remastered and updated for the PS4, you know, in 1080p or 4K in some cases. Um, started off showing the Crash re-releases, Crash Bandicoot. Mm. That, that, that looked really good. Like they call it Fur K, I think, instead of 4K for the his fur and stuff. But the, the games look really good. Um, I'm not. I haven't really played much Crash, but it's cool they're doing that. <sighs> That was such a big part of my childhood, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've played Crash at a friend's house all the time. Mm. I yeah. just my my favorite part was the mask, like the sound that I made. Look Sorry, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I was just about ready to make it too. I can't <laughs> actually, like make the sound though. But yeah, that that shit always cracked me up. Yeah, it's like the quintessential, you know, like '90s <laughs> character platformer in 3D. At oh, least. Yeah. Um, and they, we got the Wipeout uh, collection coming to PS4, which we're not going to get F Zero from Nintendo anytime soon. Probably anymore right. ever. So, next best thing there, right. unfortunately. But it's good they're, they're they're bringing that back. Um, Parappa the Rappa One coming back oh. again in 4K. It's going to look amazing, amazing car- cartoon wrapping. Um, and with that, they also announced uh, Loco Roco and Patapon coming back which those are quirky little psp games that um i'm really glad that they're acknowledging and bringing back because those are really cool little little ideas that they did back in the day i'm i'm glad that they're like in a roundabout way supporting the psp still like you know they're saying this was a really important piece to the psp yeah we're just gonna release it now for 
these reboots, if you will. Anyways, though. Yep. Are you going to talk about Windjammers? Because it's the next one. You can talk about Windjammers. Because that's what I... Dude, it's Windjammers! <laughs> I never heard oh of this game God. until the conference. Are you, are you serious yeah. right now? Do you remember Paco's? Yeah. They had it? Paco's, Paco's had a Windjammer machine, dude. No, holy shit. Because I, awesome. I remember playing like Galaga yeah. vs. Pac-Man. Yes. Holy no. shit. I didn't, I, yeah, they, I didn't realize they had Windjammers, though. They had one with like a whole bunch of games in it, and it was one of them was Windjammers. That's where I played it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude! Ah, oh, I can't <laughs> wait for that. I'm so excited. They, they talked about Windjammers on, um, and so this is a quick little history. They talked about Windjammers on Giant Bomb, and I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Honestly, I thought it was like pilots like one of the like uh air pilots or whatever the hell those games are i thought that's what they were talking about and then i went back and looked this game up and i was like dude i played this game all the time you know how like you play games whenever you're a child but you have no idea what the hell they're called yeah that that was one of them i didn't realize that was called wind jammers and then i was just whenever i finally saw like gameplay of it i was like oh yeah that's like that volleyball slash uh frisbee game and that's yeah dude wind jammers coming (laughs) it's coming i'll have to check it out shit dude (laughs) next okay and then the big the big hitters from psx um which Mm. last year there were no big hitters really so i'm glad that they had some big things we got wind jammers as a big hitter uh yeah um so they start off the show with uh uncharted the lost legacy which i think is like a kind of a standalone um dlc for uncharted 4 or new side of the story loved uncharted is 4 it, loved the uncharted series so this looks very good um, so what is um sorry i have just have a i'm not i don't play uncharted very much so i just have a question the survival mode is that a free update yeah like they're adding sure. that shit on okay so and then this this new part that they just announced that is like a standalone yeah, it'll probably be like a, it'll like, probably be like a twenty or thirty dollar thing that you can buy. Expansion, yeah, DLC or something. Yeah, okay. I just wanted clarification. That's all. Next. Yeah, so that'll probably be pretty good. Um, and then they announced Marvel vs. Capcom Infinity. Uh, uh, rumors going into the show it was heavily hinted at a new Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, a lot of people. I mean, I didn't think it was going to happen just due to the licensing, which a lot of people were saying, because um, they took down Marvel vs. Capcom 3 from, like, the uh, Xbox Live or uh, PlayStation Store and stuff like that because of licensing that expired or whatever. But uh, the Year of Dreams continues, and they are bringing back Marvel vs. Capcom. The uh, Year of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> which, you know, I'm not, I'm not big into fighting games these days, but... I'm not big into what you called this year. <laughs> okay, okay. S- Sidetrack. Year of Dreams, we had freaking, you know, God of War, Days Gone, you know, all this crazy stuff in the PS, you know, the PlayStation E3 uh, conference. Last Guardian Final Fantasy actually coming out. The Year of Dreams. I know. No Man's Sky. What a dream. No, okay, no, not that. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, disregard that. Um, 
I mean, I remember dumping quarter after quarter into Marvel vs. Capcom 2 back in the day. Uh, Dude, uh, are you talking about uh, Nick's birthday party by any chance? Maybe. At the hotel? It was, yes! Yeah. Because yeah, I think that you and I spent like the all the money that our parents gave us. It, I think it was like you, me, and Osmar. We just put all of our money into that game. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what this game is, but it has Wolverine and Spider-Man, so I'm interested. Yeah. That was that was in the golden age, in my mind, of fighting games. Which, I mean, from the early 90s to the mid-90s was like probably the biggest time for fighting games with like right. Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, duking it out. But the late 90s, early 2000s, with Street Fighter 3, Third Strike, MVC2, Capcom versus SNK2, and Street Fighter Alpha 3... Oh those, those, I think those are like the four best of all time. Mm-hmm. Soul Calibur coming out as well. But um, anyway, so I got a lot of nostalgia for Marvel vs. Capcom, and I hope that this new game doesn't suck. So, yeah. Gotta have faith. <laughs> yeah. Next. All right, and then they ended the show with the nuclear bomb, the atomic mm. detonation of uh, mm. what we've all been waiting for and what here on Codec Call, we were discussing last week, The Last of Us Part 2. That we got right. Codec Call was right. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this was a long shot, but like, like I had mentioned, uh, Naughty Dog has done this before, showing something that people were like, they can't be working on this already. And surprise, they were. Uh, Last of Us, amazing game. Cannot wait to see what happens in this the sequel is part two to the story um they did announce that you you are playing as ellie so i'm glad that they are flip-flopping that dynamic so i'm excited to see where they take that from a narrative aspect you know, playing from her eyes and how joel is then going to be your you know companion side character in the game switching it up they said it's going to be a lot more angry it's going to be about hate instead of love mm. so I don't know what they mean by that. I'm excited to find out. I, I'm just excited, dude. Yeah. As as we discussed, uh, I think I personally think that The Last of Us is one of is one of probably a, an amount of games that all three of us can all agree on. Like, there's not many games that we all three agree on, but The Last of Us is one of them. Yeah. It's probably we can probably count on one hand how many games we actually agree are good, and The Last of Us would only be one of them. And I'm super excited about this. I'm the only thing that's really disappointing is that in my mind is that I know I have to wait so long. <laughs> it's like it's like Death Stranding. I know I like I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I really don't. <laughs> it's going to be a long time. I what? can't wait, though. Yeah, I know. I thought that her playing the guitar was really classy. I'm not yeah. going to lie, though. Did you... I. It took so long, too, for them to show the Firefly symbol. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I have no idea what the hell this is. Because I thought that they would like have Naughty Dog announce it themselves rather than um, whatever the hell the guy's name is from PlayStation. Oh, but Sean, Sean Layden's gonna he's gonna come out with the the big guns, man. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I know that I know that Naughty Dog is is part of Sony. 
like Sony owns a decent portion of them now. Uh, yeah, with their, all, their second but, party. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I figured like I think Naughty Dog has been such a powerhouse, especially in the last couple of years, that they deserve to be the ones to walk out on stage and do it themselves. And I thought, I mean, I was hoping that they would give it to them for that, but whatever. But if if, if Naughty Dog <laughs> announced it, there would be no suspense when he did that because he didn't say what that's it was. not true. He didn't say what it was. Well, what are they gonna? Say? Oh, they can be like people can speculate that it's another Uncharted. Like, un, well, never mind. Your they options are limited. It's, it's Uncharted. It's Last of Us or something else. But Sean Layden saying that you have no idea. Or I mean, you had an idea, but the possibilities are endless. Yeah, anyway, true. it doesn't matter. Point is, is it looked really good. It was. Um, I liked her playing the guitar. I thought that that was a, well, her singing was a cool little touch, and stuff. I thought that you may be onto something with Joel being dead, because you said that in last in last week's episode. You talked about Joel dying and then like Ellie getting revenge and shit. And I thought that you may. Well, people what? people have been speculating that what if yeah, he's a ghost thought, or something, which I think would be really lame if they did that. But if right. if he's a ghost, I'm not playing this game. And like it's like a six <laughs> oh, kind of deal, and she really no, like no, yeah. that, that would be lame. Oh man, no, that's I mean, a horror, dude. Now I'm terrified. <laughs> if, the only way that that could be awesome is if the entire like she doesn't realize it till the very end that he Ooh, actually is dead. That like, would be cool. So man. then the entire time you're playing the game and you're thinking, oh yeah, he's right there, and then they're like, well, did you not realize that? Nobody else saw him, and you're the only person that can talk to him and stuff like that. Like, that could be cool, but at the same time, like, if right at the beginning you just know he's a ghost, I'm going to – Well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they would ever do it that you know right away. It would be a twist at the end that – It better be. That which it's could like a be voice cool. In, it's a voice in her head or something like that, which – Yeah, it better, it better be a damn twist. But the thing is, right now. people have been speculating this since – the moment the game was announced and we're not going to play it for like three four years probably shut oh, up stop being stop so negative i'm just man. being realistic and if we knew no, about it that entire think, time that would be lame i don't think that you're being realistic because i i'm willing to bet that it will take less than three years i'm saying three years you want to give it two months or i start rioting dude <laughs> <laughs> some shit's getting burned i bet out, that man. we i <laughs> How Holiday did, 2019. Mm, I was going to say Holiday 2018. No way, dude. Holiday actually, 2016. Actually, I was going to go even earlier than that and say Summer 2018. No way, dude. I disagree. See, I don't... Uh, I don't think it was that long from the time that they announced Uncharted 4 until they came out. They they announced it last year at E3. They announced it PSX 2014. No, yeah. Yeah, they did, didn't they? And Last of Us came out <sighs> June of 2013. So three years. Man. Oh. Okay. Listen, it's not happening. They're bigger now. They know that they can't wait that. I mean, they don't know that they can't wait that long, but. I hope you know they what? do, though. Because if they rush a game, I'm so sick of places rushing games. And yeah, that's Naughty starting. Dog waits until everything is right because they make some of the best games on the planet. So they're going to yeah. wait until everything is right. And you will be playing holiday 2019, spring 2020. 
and I'll accept it, dude. <laughs> on the PlayStation I don't need Five, him to out again. you will be playing it on the PlayStation Five. No. Same with Death up. Stranding. We're gonna be playing Death Stranding on the PlayStation Five, not the Four. You're you're so annoying right now. PlayStation Five Pro, dude. Know yeah. it to be true. Honestly, right now in in my life, the the biggest. The biggest, the worst possible thing that can happen to me is Death Stranding and un, uh, The Last of Us. I mean, coming out at the same time. Yeah. Like, what? What if they pull? What if they pull Last Guardian and Final Fantasy at the same time? These two. Dude. Oh shit. We're gonna be very busy. I'll tell you that. I. I'm gonna be pissed. Take some leave for that. But anyway. Dude, oh. you won't- one thing I did want to, Go ahead. to touch on after this conference, I think Sony has done a very good job of demonstrating that they know what's what people are going to go crazy for. Like E3 2015 with Final Fantasy Remake and The Last Guardian coming back. And then 2016, they just went hard with all these trailers for new games. Um, like I said, God of War, Days Gone, etc. Um, and then at PSX... You know, starting and ending Uncharted Last of Us. Like, that's pretty badass. So I think they've, like, these conferences, they've done a very good job of just, you know, people going like, holy shit, ton of awesome stuff. How long can they keep this up for? Because going into next year, I don't know. What else can they announce? What else is it going to be? I mean, I think that you just pointed, I just thought about this as you were saying this, that, that we... We gave PlayStation a well. We gave Sony a huge like it wasn't. We okay. So we told Sony. We said about Sony with E3 and stuff like that, like how Xbox was beating them because Xbox showed games coming out soon, rather yeah. than rather than you know so far down the road and stuff like that. And we just talked a couple weeks ago on the podcast about how Sony. I mean, uh, Microsoft was really, they were firing on all cylinders. They had everything going for them, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And how Sony had a great, great press conference at E3. Amazing, actually. But everything was so late that you couldn't be like, you know what? It was it was amazing because of that. But now, after this one showing, we're like, no, holy no, no, no. crap. I, I, can, I stand by those statements. Microsoft as a whole, Xbox as a whole, has more games coming out now. You know, they're doing a better job of saying buy our console now. I'm just talking about those three press conferences. I'm talking like press conferences only. Because, yeah, those games are not coming out for years. But those are very good, three very good press conferences in those moments. Are they, so let's say PlayStation 5. Let's say all, let's say Death Stranding. Um, I don't. The last don't, of this, I'm not. I don't actually think it's going to be on PS5. I very uh, late PS4 life. No, but all I'm saying is like next year E3 2017 is Sony going to have another kick-ass conference? Because are they going to announce new shit? Or are they going to show off these games that they already announced that are are maybe finally going to come out? They better show them off. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I'm done trying to plan for the future because this conference proved to me that I can't. And also, the one thing that I will say that I didn't like about this is that I feel like Sony pulled so many punches from E3 in order for this show. 
so much so that it worries me. Like we, I don't agree. E three, you don't because E three they had like five huge, big, amazing games, and at PSX they have a bunch of these small little classics that they're bringing back, and then like two or three huge games. So like it's two different. You know, in 2015 they had E three, which was amazing. Then they had Gamescom. Or no, they have TGS and Paris Games Week, which had some stuff. And then they had PSX, and they had, like, nothing else to show. This year, they only had... Well, they had E3, which had their the small amount of, like, big, big games. TGS for, like, the Japanese stuff. And then PSX with, like, the stuff for the, the hardcore PlayStation fan, which was a lot of smaller things. So I think that's a good balance. So, okay, well, where I was going with that before I was so rudely interrupted yep. was that... <laughs> was that i just it, it's worrying me because everybody speculated for a long time that e3 is slowly shutting down where like it's just there's no need for it anymore there's and not. that's the one thing i don't want i and i don't want that i don't want it i i would i would have rather them said you know what let's not have a psx let's have let's show everything and have everything at E3. Yeah, I would have been fine with them being like, you know what? Every single thing that we're showing right now, we're saving until next E3. I mean, it was sucked, but I don't know. I just, you and I grew up watching E3, not see, having the generation that's, you know, kids now and whatever. They they will not have that same experience, and I think that that's sad. They'll be they'll grow up being like, what's E3? And that's depressing to me. It sucks, but, but I, think, I think that's inevitable. Don't say that. Or maybe you're, maybe not inevitable, but like you're killing my childhood. But it's just like you know, people pay so much money for this huge thing they can do themselves, cut out the middleman. You know, better. You know, control their message. It's in the company's best interest to not do it and do their own thing, but. I, don't I really don't like you. I mean, I'm just, I'm just being factual. And the thing is, is I was worried about this E3 because so many companies were pulling out. Like E3 or EA did their own thing like the day before, and um, yeah, other big companies were pulling EA. out. Who cares? Yeah, but I mean, I think this E3 was still very big and uh, still had a big presence. So I think on, on one hand, I feel like it doesn't make sense, but at the same time, you know, this console generation, everything's outselling. You know, at the pace of last generation, the gaming market is growing. I mean, at least I hope so. So I think, you know, <laughs> things are so big now that they can they can keep doing it, and it's yeah, it's still going to keep rocking and rolling. Yeah. All right. All right, Luke. Do let's it, go. boy. Yeah, let's do it. Do it. Intro. Let's go. Give it to me, boy. <laughs> I don't know if you have one, but just do it. If they're not, the if they're not much or known, then they'd be the uh, <laughs> lesser. You're known. You're slowly getting worse at these. I'm running this out of space. Rubbing your belly. <laughs> <laughs> if they ain't much or known, <laughs> they, they must be the lesser known. Talk about some stuff and let me think about it for a second. No, let's, uh, let's just get going. So like when jammers on your ceiling? Oh, what? Oh, oh wait, mine? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> it does happy birthday. All right.
so this this week um buck has got a lesser known for everybody let's hear it all right all right this uh this week's lesser known is time splitters 2 uh Super big game from my childhood. Remember playing with my my buddies for countless countless hours. Uh, it was made by a free radical. Guys worked on Goldeneye. Yep. Um, Perfect Dark. So I mean, you know the game played phenomenally. Um, I don't know. It's just a wild game. Like when you're playing it, you're these aliens are trying to mess with time. So you got to go through time picking up all this stuff. You end up in like Paris. You know, doing things in the Cold War, Japan, all this crazy stuff. Um, you gotta get these crystals to fix, fix what these aliens messed up from, <laughs> from all different spots in time. It, it was all over the place. The feel of it was awesome. The multiplayer was like some of the most memorable multiplayer besides Goldeneye that I remember having as a kid. Um, I remember running around with my buddy. You could shoot flare guns at each other, catch them on fire. They're running all over the place. All the different multiplayer game types are awesome. I remember there was one where you had, like, X amount of people in a game. And, you know, first place is this big, huge dude. And then if you're in last place, you're, like, this little mini guy running around trying to kill people. And, uh, I don't know, it was just a lot of fun. Played really well. And... I'm surprised, like, when I talk to people, they've never even heard of it because it played super smooth, a lot of multiplayer, and the story was pretty good as well. So, I actually remember them announcing this game for the Xbox at E3. Damn. Yeah, that was so long ago. That's so a- cool. <laughs> Yeah, no. They, um, but I remember because. Honestly, I had no idea what the hell it was until they were like, "Oh yeah, the from the makers of Goldeneye." I was like, "What? Wait, never mind. I'm interested now." Luke, yeah, um, I, I, <laughs> I played. It was either two or um, the one after that, Future Perfect, which was the last one. I, I run into him a few times for uh, for GameCube because I remember back in the day um, when I only had a GameCube. I was like, shout out to them for releasing a shooter on GameCube, which, I mean, no online, and nobody else had a GameCube really besides, you know, me and Code and, like, one other person. So still no multiplayer, but um, I definitely was, was had respect for the series just because it's the guys behind Goldeneye. Um, so I was a fan of it back then, but, uh, yeah, very, very lesser known. So good lesser known pick because I think a lot of people don't remember this. Um, but solid solid shooter and some some very talented people behind it that unfortunately got a little bit forgotten a little bit lesser known mm-hmm. not well not much known but they less known <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying this that I mean this in the most least offensive way that was the worst intro you've done for the lesser known I'm I need, I need to, I need to think of stuff to say I'm sorry no, it's fine. I mean, it was honestly, actually, no. This was the second worst because the first one, the first worst, <laughs> worst was whenever you said "rub your belly with it." Rubbing your belly full of dirt. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> be, be, nothing is better than that. <laughs> Digging in your belly button. I'm just not feeling just very seductive <laughs> these days, man. I'm just not feeling very, you know, sensual. I'm just, I'm just I mean, over all that. 
We got to fix that. Oh, my God. Okay. You got to be our intro guy. All right. So, uh, Luke, let's hear about this nutcracker or something. That's the only word I remember from the, your beer. That's it. <laughs> yep. It's a Boulevard Nutcracker Winter Warmer Ale. So I believe this is their Christmas seasonal beer. Um, went to my local grocer, and they had a whole wall of the um, winter beers, um, Fanta Boulevard. So I picked this out. Maybe be trying a few other ones here soon, but um, it's a good ale, good, you know, robust. And uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just robust and, robust. and, fla- and flavorful. It, 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 the winter warmer is a very good, uh, very good description. It's just thick and drink it, and it just fills you with with warmth. Mm. Good stuff. <clears throat> That's pretty good um i guess buck how's your uh vanilla coke well uh you know it's like i remembered it never changes fantastic flavor holds pretty well over the years you know mm-hmm. you know it's got its spot forever in the uh <laughs> i don't know where this is going <laughs> it's, it's, are, you, are you drinking out of a bottle or a can oh right now i got the uh the classic uh, can, gotta Coca-Cola go can. can. You gotta go can so, for soda, in my opinion. It, it tastes more earthy in the can, so I don't know what that means. There's something about that it, aluminium. <laughs> yep, that the aluminium. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta end this before this goes south quick. Okay, how about, how about your uh, horchata, something rather? Cinnamon horchata. Yeah, um, sounds impressive. Dude, I still don't know what a horchata is. But oh, um, I looked this up. It's a mix of uh, herbs and spices or something. A- anyway, not important. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You know what's also a mix of herb and spices? Like herb. chili. Yeah, that exactly. too. So it's basically Same chili. Herb. Cinnamon right, chili. So cinnamon, cinnamon chili ale by Blue Moon is uh, it's actually really good. I, honestly... I don't. I guess you could chalk this up as a seasonal. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I a guess. winter thing. The horchata yeah. season. Yeah. It's a chili, salmon chili ale. Um, no, it's a uh, several kinds of beverages made from ground. 